It's Monday, February 5th, 2024, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm your host, Jen Sinassi. Let's dive into those prices. According to Coindesk Indices, at 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Bitcoin was trading up half a percent over the past 24 hours at $43,217. Ether rose nearly a percent over the same time period at $2,323. Today's mover in the Coindesk Market Index is Marlin, ticker P-O-N-D, Pond, up 20% on the day. In traditional markets, both the Nasdaq and the S&P 500 were up over a percent in Friday's trading session as positive fourth quarter earnings reports boosted market sentiment. And in commodities, the Brent crude oil benchmark was trading at $77.28 a barrel. Meanwhile, gold was trading at $2,023 an ounce. For more on the market's action, let's bring in StockCharts.com Senior Technical Analyst Julius DeCampenar. Julius, thanks for joining the show. Let's talk about what's going on in the markets this morning. Everything is in the green. If you head on over to Coindesk.com right now, unpack what's happening for us. Yeah, if we start with Bitcoin, then I think there is um, actually not too much going on. I mean, it's a very quiet weekend, very quiet last two months, I'd say. Um, You know, the after we had that break and we discussed it here on the channel uh, above that 31k level we got that jump and the um the progression towards 48000 uh and and that's where we met resistance and i think since the last 2 months we've been trading you know if you look at a weekly chart you would see a range between roughly 40k on the downside and then 40 48k was that little spike uh on the upside and and we've been trading in in that range ever since if we zoom in a little bit more, I think the range can be a little bit more narrow, uh, defined as between 40 and 44K. And that's where we've been pretty much since like the 10th of January. So from a technical point of view, I'm actually waiting for Bitcoin to get out of that range. And given the overall structure of the chart, uh, the longer term up move, the series of higher highs and higher lows that's still in place, I'm actually watching for a break above 44,000. And if that happens, I'm eyeing the next level at 48,000. So that's my near-term outlook for Bitcoin to be. You say near-term, what's the timeline on that? That would be a couple of weeks. I mean, you you know Bitcoin, it could happen overnight. It can still (laughs) stay a week. Uh, I mean, it's very hard to put a timeframe on anything crypto related, but you know, like an, Call it an educated guess. I'd say this this can all unfold in the next weeks. Uh, but don't be surprised if it happens this week. You know, it, it is totally possible. The point is that if we take out 44,000, um, it means that we are sort of unlocking a new, a new wave of upside potential, which will lead to 48,000. That's a pretty important level because at 48K, we had a massive, a lot of sellers coming in, a lot of supply coming in, and that's why it pushed down. So if we are able, you know, once we pass 44 and we're looking for 48, once we can get past 48, I think that is, that is for the longer term, a really important level because then the next level is 65,066, which is the all-time high of Bitcoin. So uh, we're in pretty, I'm not going to say crucial, but pretty important levels uh, as we speak right now. Julius, do you think that we'll hit that all-time high or beyond this year? 
<laughs> yes, I think so. It's I don't I don't know. It's a it's a difficult question, but if you put a gun to my head, I'd I'd say yes. I think it, I, I think it'll happen. There's a lot. There's a lot. I didn't put a gun. No, to your head. I did that myself. You know. So, um, <laughs> but um, no. I I mean the underlying. You know, we had we had this massive sell off, and you see that you know market's getting more to live. Bitcoin ETF, big thing. That's kind of out of the way right now. It was it was looming over the market. I don't think it was a massive event. Uh, if you look at the flows, I I mean there's there's all of a sudden there's 20 Bitcoin ETFs. Where did that happen? There's quite some money that went into that. But there's also, I mean, the grayscale was already there, but it's now converted into an ETF. So that's not really new inflow. Um, but the inflow, and I, I read some reports recently that there was also quite a bit of outflow. So net-net, there was some inflow, but not as massive. But what I think is that because there are now many more ways for investors to participate in the crypto market, in Bitcoin, over time, I think that will gradually progress. I mean... People relate an ETF as way less risky than a straight participating in crypto and Bitcoin. Um, so over time, I think that'll that'll progress further. We'll, we'll attract a little bit more inflow, and maybe also some bigger institutions are now you know can get over the hurdle. Like it's not dangerous. You know, there is a there is ETFs. ETFs by definition are regulated. That's also a big thing, of course, for these people. So. Over the year, and the year is still very long, you know, we only had one month. If you ask me, can we go past that all-time high level? I think the answer is yes. Global crypto regulation, the disruptive power of AI, the rise of tokenization. Consensus is the one event where experts convene to talk about the ideas shaping our digital future. Join developers, investors, founders, brands, policymakers, and plenty more in Austin, Texas from May 29th to the 31st. The 10th annual consensus is curated by Coindesk to feature the industry's most sought-after speakers, unparalleled networking opportunities, and unforgettable experiences. Take 15% off with this registration code, MD15. Register now at consensus.coindesk.com. Julius, it's only been one month, but it feels like much longer, I got to tell you. Let's let's move from Bitcoin and talk about altcoins now. Altcoins have really had their time in the spotlight. Link, Solana, Avax, to name a few, have been performing very well in recent weeks. What altcoins have you been watching? Yeah, so... You know, I use my my relative rotation graphs because I can then I can then look at an entire universe of altcoins. And the interesting thing is, if you if you look at those RGs right now and you put all these altcoins uh, expressed in the US dollar, you will see all of them starting to pick up again. So they went through. So Bitcoin right now and over the last two weeks was really leading. Altcoins were underperforming Bitcoin. On the daily scale, that now seems to be coming back again. So altcoins seem to be coming back in US dollar terms. If I bring it all to Bitcoin, so I'm going to express the altcoins in Bitcoin, then we can see the relative strength of the altcoins versus Bitcoin. Of the ones that you just mentioned, I think uh, Chainlink, Link US Dollar, is the one that really stands out. That's a really, a really strong performer. And on the other hand, one that is, to me at least, very disappointing is, um, is Ripple, XRP, is going right opposite of Chainlink. So, uh, so there's quite a bit going on. And if you look at it from the bigger picture, there is no generic way to describe the performance of altcoins because in terms of Bitcoin, 
they're, they're quite spread out. They're not all moving in the same direction. Sometimes you see all these altcoins outperforming Bitcoin, or they are all underperforming Bitcoin. But right now, they're quite spread out over the universe. And, and as I said, uh, Chainlink doing really well, uh, Ripple not so much, uh, Dogecoin not so much, and also uh, Monero is, is rolling out of favor. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, you got to be picky in, in altcoins right now. That's, I guess that's the message that I want to convey here. Tell me a little bit more about the analysis behind XRP's underperformance. You know, I'm a technician, so I look at, I look at the charts and what I see is that Ripple is just not able to keep up with Bitcoin, but also not able to keep up with other altcoins. And that causes, it, that, that causes the relative performance of Ripple to deteriorate. And, um, you, you know, supply and demand, that's, that's probably the best answer. People are looking elsewhere and Chainlink right now, and I, you know, this is only a very limited group of altcoins. There's obviously you can do way more and way deeper analysis into that. But um, right now, I think Chainlink is the one that is maybe everybody's looking at. Uh, we had Solana a couple of weeks ago that was like in the spotlight. That seems to be slowing down right now. It had its time. Chainlink seems to be coming here right now and, and Ripple is out of favor. So, you know, from a trading point of view, I'd be watching Ripple to start curling back up and pick up relative strength and then maybe swap, you know, out of, out of Chainlink back into Ripple. There's so many options when you trade uh, cryptos to, uh, to do that kind of trades. All right. And we do have to wrap in just a moment, but I haven't asked you about Ether yet. A lot of folks are saying this year may be the year for Ether with the upcoming uh, spot Ether ETF set for a decision in May. What are you seeing when you look at Ether? The trend for Ether is uh, to underperform Bitcoin. So if you look at Bitcoin expressed in Ether, it's a very gradually upsloping line for Bitcoin. And that, that implies that Bitcoin is outperforming Ether. And it's actually doing that in a very nice regular trend with, at the moment, no signs of a reversal. So for the time being, I got to stick with Bitcoin over Ether. Julius, thanks so much for joining Markets Daily today. Thank you. That was StockCharts.com Senior Technical Analyst Julius de Campenar. Thanks for joining today's show. For more interviews and macro news on the digital asset space, check out Coindesk's First Mover, also hosted by me, Jen Sanasi. Market Staley is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, alongside senior booking producer Melissa Montanez and executive producer Jared Schwartz. I'm your host, Jen Sanasi. We'll be back tomorrow with more Market Staley.